0: Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. Jan is here with you on Monday, beautiful Monday. Most of you may not be having this as a day off, but I am and I'm looking forward to spending some nourishing time with Matt and the kids uh, later on in the day. If you're on your way to work or school or you're working from home or you're tuning in at the end of your day, I pray you had a good weekend when you were able to unwind, catch up on some sleep or enjoy a favorite snack or drink, you know, little pleasures like that. Here's a very recent story coming your way. Yesterday one of our kids said something that both Matt and I considered very hurtful. Very hurtful and disrespectful, which we had spoken about and taught not to do many times. As soon as I heard it, I apprehended it, I called the child to me and reprimanded for a few minutes. I told them that a spanking was necessary to help with learning this lesson. Before the spanking, while I was still guiding the child to reflect deeper on the consequences of those careless words and of being dishonouring to others and of how it would hurt not only the person but God as well, I found myself choking up. Now there have been a couple of other times when I've reprimanded the kids and choked up, teared up, but it's not often. One of those times I remember was because I myself was the recipient of the hurtful words spoken so I was expressing my personal injury. In this instance though, I was not part of the conversation so the words weren't directed at me. I suppose that would be one difference between the two scenarios. So while giving the rebuke and helping the child understand how hurtful those words were to the recipient and choking up at the same time, I then reflexively prayed, God, help me not so much exhibit my own anger over what was said and done, but let it be your heart that is felt right now. And then my heart softened. The spanking was not easier But because I was reminded God's heart is not to injure but to love, it helped me carry it out with clarity. We need our children to understand that God cares, that what we say and do matter, not just to mommy or daddy, but to God ultimately. Right at that moment, I had an awareness, a consciousness of how my posture could be one of two categories towards parenting our kids, behavior modification or grace formation. The distinction may not be always discernible outwardly, but in my heart I can have increasing awareness, and I know it helps me be a grace driven parent and better reflect my Heavenly Father's heart. So it got me thinking. Without a doubt, our desire ought to be to go beyond behavior modification. And this applies not only to our children, but to ourselves also, right? I mean, Not all of us have children, or some of us do but they're adults now, so it's not quite applicable for your parenting at this stage of life. (laughs) But all of us have areas in our lives that, for lack of a more refined way of putting it, need fixing, or need correction. We all need correction at times so that we can change for the better beyond just change in behaviour, but such that our character, the attitude of our hearts, no matter how old we are, how mature we think we are, gets transformed from the inside out. Our inner posture, out of which our deeds and words come, our being, essentially, can and should be formed and reformed by God's grace, daily. And that, in turn, can come out to affect how we behave as we become transformed into the image of Christ with ever-increasing glory. In Hebrews chapter 12, the author writes about the discipline of God the Father for his children. Verses 5-6, to which was quoted from Proverbs 3.11, says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and chastises every son whom he receives. Then Hebrews 12 goes on to capture the essence, the heart of God's discipline in the lives of his children in verse 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. When we undergo discipline from God, it doesn't remove all the pain and consequences. In fact, often the consequences of our sins remain, even while we express a repentant heart. But notice verse 11 carries this very pregnant phrase. It yields the fruit of righteousness to those trained by it. That's an agricultural analogy that is very significant. Although the process is painful, no doubt, but when someone submits to God's discipline, humbles oneself before god and people the fruit that is bound to come the definite yield is the fruit of righteousness and what a delight that should give us to know that god prunes and molds us so that we can be even more fruitful that's a joy right yes lord like i mean who better to do that sometimes i get drawn to watch transformation videos do you come across those as well You know those 90 day transformation and you see how someone changes as they progress through the regime their fitness trainers put them through? Anyone who's done that for real can tell you it hurts. I mean, I'm just watching it hurts sometimes. It tests every bit of willpower in you, not just physically. I mean, most days I try to get through a 40 minute HIIT video, I just want to hit that pause button, stop working out, and go enjoy and look at my plants. And that does happen at times, I mean, more times than I want to admit. What I think is interesting to observe is the relationship between the trainer and the trainee in some of these videos. And so if I can draw a parallel, I feel like reminding us again, as you listen today, when you feel like you're going through a chastening experience, a humbling time, a season of discipline, where God has lessons for you, and you're like, no, this is too hard. God, this is, this is painful. I'd rather not. Can we do something else? Can we do something easier? Can we do cheat day every day? Focus on the fact that your trainer is our Heavenly Father, no less. Your Heavenly Father, come on. He loves you and he wants to grow you. He has only the best in mind for you. You can't get any father, shepherd, teacher, provider, comforter that is better than him. He's the best one around. He is Abba. Now, I know you and I want to be transformed into Christ-likeness, don't we? That's our heart's desire. That's what we're about as people of the Spirit. But you know, there are days I struggle to even get engaged in the Spirit, get into prayer, get into scripture, or be kind to people. Maybe you have those days too? Of course, I don't wish you do, but I'm going to guess that most of you do have those days. And sometimes we try to remedy that by listening to something inspiring or a very good book, which helps, yes. But change doesn't come through inspiration nor information, though these are important. Change comes through engagement in relationship. Dallas Willard writes, Spiritual people are not those who engage in certain spiritual practices they are those who draw their life from a conversational relationship with God. So our spiritual practices, our rule of life and all that, our habits that are meant for our good in godliness is really drawing from a life of relationship with God. I pray that that speaks to our posture in our spiritual practices. To you who may be undergoing in one particular area of your life or two, some form of discipline from God, or maybe you identify it as a test of your faith rather than a discipline type thing, I want to encourage you to pull away your gaze from the pain, the problem, the difficult thing, to lock eyes with God. Focus on having conversation with Him. Focus on Him empowering you, enabling you, emboldening you with grace. I'm reminded of David's relationship with God when God sent Prophet Samuel to rebuke him, and of Peter's conversation with Jesus after he had denied him three times and Jesus asked, do you love me, do you love me? It is the kindness and mercy of the Lord that leads to repentance. Make no mistake, it pains God too when we have trials just like how it pains us when we discipline our kids. Yet because He loves and delights in us and His intent is for intimate relationship with us, even though for the moment what we are going through seems painful rather than pleasant, we know we can trust in Abba, His good, good plans for us, and how by His grace the fruit of righteousness will be yielded in our lives because of your identity as his child he is not merely fixing your behavior to please his standards right which are quite high up there high standards yes but he is about grace formation in all who are his children so that you know when we are able and willing to not only acknowledge the gravity of our sin when we put aside our pride when he disciplines us but we also learn to embrace our depravity, our inability to overcome our weaknesses, which includes lamenting at times and all that. His strength is truly made perfect in us. Because only then, instead of resisting, we are trusting. Instead of grasping, we are surrendering. And instead of opposing God, we are humbled. And then to the humble, God gives grace, grace and more grace to become like Jesus, his son. There is no question, my friends, his grace received and embraced truly changes us from the inside out. Won't you take a moment with me to quiet down your thoughts? Let's carve out a few minutes to focus on Abba Father right now. Thank you, Father, for your love for me, your delight in me as your child. Thank you that I am precious to you. You can thank him in your own words. Father God, bring to my attention one area in which you are training me in? Something in which you are bringing correction into my life? Ask God to guide your thoughts to this one area. Or if you already know what it is, ask God to lead your thoughts deeper about it. Father God, what are you teaching me about this area? What are you wanting me to learn? How are you leading me to grow, to change? Listen to his response to you. Father God, guide and show me. What am I allowing to get in the way? How am I resisting your discipline in this area or maybe I'm justifying myself? Ask him to show you. Focus on him and listen. a bit longer and listen more deeply. Thank you, Abba, for your love for me. Take a moment to respond to God, what He's been saying to you. You can pour out what's on your heart, just respond freely to Him. And as you open up your heart, open up your hands as a gesture of faith and Receive his grace that he has given you with thanksgiving. Thank you for that grace. Thank you, Lord. Allow me to pray for us as we close today's podcast. Dearest Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us, for forgiving us, for showing us our worth in your eyes, for delighting in us, your children, for pursuing us. You long for us to know you. You long for a relationship with us, to know your heart, to trust in your ways and your plans for our lives. So we submit ourselves under your hand. We submit ourselves to you, we know we can trust you to teach us and mold us, transform us and make us like Jesus. For what you showed us in our time of reflection just now, we pray for each other, that we can experience your hand of discipline as a loving hand, not a hostile one. And even though it can hurt as it often does, we pray we may know you more in the process and commune with you in deeper ways because of it and come to see a yield of fruit that is only made possible because of you at the end of each of these processes. We pray may you be ultimately glorified even as we are changed inside out by your grace for the blessing of many others who especially those who are yet to know you and for your kingdom's sake. In the name of Jesus, we ask and pray all this. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Daily and spending time with me on this topic. I hope you have an awesome week ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website www.thecity.sg or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.